What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, comic books, video games, action figures, cartoons, anime, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, how are you? How was your week? What are you watching? What did you pick up? What are you playing? What's going on? You know what I just watched? You guys uh, hip to this one called All Hell the King? Um, I don't think so. That's a one shot. It's a one shot. It's a Marvel one shot. Yes, and it's about the Mandarin. So it's it's maybe (laughs) seven minutes long, ten minutes long content, and it picks up the character from the Iron Man movie. Oh, it's a movie. It's a it's a live action movie. It's a live action short. Yeah, it's on Disney. Oh wow! Um, Okay. And basically, you 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 spoilers. You're picking up the the villain who faint the actor who was pretending he was Mandarin, right? Mm-hmm. And he's in prison, but he's an icon, and he's being guarded by other inmates. And then, basically, the whole thing's a big tease to say the real Mandarin is about to be introduced. Is this new? No, it came out a little I, bit after Iron Man Iron Man Three. I hadn't seen it before, so that was uh, that was new to me this week. And then I picked up because I can't not pick it up. My girl Peach Peach. She's Peach Peach. New, nice. Peach Peach got a new comic line. It's called Demon Dazed Cursed Web. Mm-hmm. So I picked that up, and then I gotta support this new Batman content. Yes, the Batman. I'm Batman. And so this is a number zero drop this week. So I have two questions for you, Jack. First, with Peach Peach, is she doing? The whole art or just the cover? This is her thing. She's been promoting like crazy on her Instagram. What's the name of uh, it again? Yeah, it's it's she's doing the art for the whole thing in this one. This is Demon Days Cursed Web. Uh-huh. Um, but man, her cover art is just off the chain. So that's it's what really sick. turned me on to her. And so, I don't know. I've decided to support her for what it's worth. So I'm picking her stuff up. Nice. nice. And, and with the Batman one. There's so many Batman titles and we had Future State. So is that Batman book you is that in continuity? Is that like in our regular timeline yeah, or whatever? Is, this is probably gonna be his series. It's I am Batman is the name of the series that's gonna be running. And that's Lucius Fox's son, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. And uh, nice. he looks just like a friend of mine, actually. If they're going to do a movie, baby. (laughs) I know a guy. Put me in, coach. (laughs) Nice pickups, Jack. That's what you got, man. So you guys ever go to Walmart and see when you guys – and then sometimes they have the four-pack of comics at the cashier, at the register? Yeah. Always buy them because they – you never know what you get in it. I bought it today. I got a variant of Action Comics 1023. This is worth sixty-five bucks. Yep. Oh, oh. You okay. You're pulling the so, jack. Yeah. So I, you know, I just saw it. I thought it was cool, and then I saw it. What, what I saw it. This was the last one left, but I was like, this had that's a variant cover. I was like, for five mm-hmm. bucks, I'm gonna buy this. And then yeah. I bought it. And I looked it up right right before. So the thing is worth sixty-five bucks. They came up. They came with a couple Batman titles uh, from the Joker War, um, Part Three and Part Four, and uh, the Price of Vengeance Part Three. I gotta so, tell you when when Strange right. Academy dropped, there was a Walmart. You could only get it at Walmart in the package deal. Like you've got that, and that comic's like three hundred bucks. So this is what so, it looks like when you buy it. It's sleeved like this and wrapped up. 
So you may disregard it because, yeah, you know, whatever, but always grab them because usually it's super cheap and you never know what you get in them. I mean, I bought, dope. yeah, I bought like, uh, I bought another pack that had, um, the new 52, the number one Batman. And at the mm-hmm. time, I'm not sure what it's worth now, but at the time it was worth like 50 bucks. And, um, I bought like five of the packs and I just wow. had them just sitting in storage. So. Get one of them cases that Jack got, man. Um, yeah. Well, I got, I got, I got to catch up to Jack's level. I mean, I got to get some. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rich, what, you, what, what about you, man? Uh, what I've been watching, I watched the whole season of Eden Zero, which is a anime on Netflix, Netflix exclusive, I believe. Uh, Netflix original. It was by the creator of Fairy Tale. Mm-hmm. No, none of y'all know what that is no no sorry. jack is nodding his head jack knows there we go jack is in the know the rest of y'all need to catch up same same at i'm um, saying uh creator from fairy tales and actually pays up pays homage to fairy tale you see it's the two main characters in it and the cat who is actually recurring in it happy but this time he's a robot but yeah um it's about a guy who grew up on a robot planet then gets taken away he wants to make friends it's pretty stereotypical all the animes like guy wants to make friends he's pretty op powerful as of right now he's just discovering how powerful he is that's pretty much how it goes progresses through the through the season pretty dope stuff magic robots um futuristic sci-fi stuff also space pirates why not dude dope Dope, dope, dope. Oh, 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 and I also yeah, I'm waiting up, for it. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna tease it. I picked up these two little bad boys. Master of the Ooh. Universe, oh. Revelations. They're like five bucks each. Oh, uh, Skele God and then Man Beast. What, what, uh, what are those? Like, what, what action figure line Damn. would that be? They're who are these? Because those are not for those listening that can't see. They're, they're not the oh, actual. Mattel. Yeah, the Mattel. They're small. Uh, oh, the minis. Yeah, they're, they're like the miniatures. Yeah, they're like little collectible giants. They're like, you know, for ages four and up. But they'll do the small, say probably like two two inches or so. Yeah, Skeletor comes with a staff. Beast, Beast, uh, Beast Man comes with a whip. And uh, it's pretty dope. I'm going to open them up. Just put them up on a shelf. Where'd you get those? Uh, Target. How much? Uh, like five bucks. My target's whack, that's, man. that's one thing I enjoy about this segment is seeing what stores have on the East Coast versus the West Coast versus Middle of America because Jack, Walmart out in LA, we got nothing out in LA, no, man. They don't even have comic books. They don't have the that's, comic books at the Walmart crazy. in LA. They have nothing. Because I keep nothing. looking for them. I'm so jealous. Trying to cop these deals, man. Man. For me, uh, this week has just been kind of watching stuff, man. Um, kind of off topic, but sort of on topic. I watched that Val Kilmer documentary on How Amazon Prime. Val, it's really good. Um, you guys will love it. Jack, you'll, you'll love it just as an actor. You'll, you'll just love because he, for some reason, he's one of those people that had a camcorder since he was like in Juilliard and recorded everything till now. So he's just boxes of just tapes documenting him on set with Marlon Brando, him and just everything. He just has it documented all the way leading up to his um, throat cancer. But it's relevant to this because he talks about Batman forever. And he says like he was in a bat cave in Africa when he got the call that they want to offer him Batman. And he said, it's every kid's dream to be Batman, to play Batman until you're in the bat suit. He said Mm. it was so heavy it was so claustrophobic. You can't even hear the other actors talking to you. You can't breathe. So all you can really do is just pose. 
and hope that you're telling the story. So for him, it was, and he's such an actor, actor, artist, actor. Like if it's not truth, if he's not feeling it, it's a horrible experience for him. So Batman Forever was a horrible experience for him because he just, the suit made it so he couldn't play. That's so funny. Um, and that's, yeah. that's what my boy, my boy Jody was saying about all these heroes in these costumes. He goes, they'd last five minutes in these costumes. Yeah. What, what's funny is Christian Bale, and I know they're different suits, and the suits evolved over time and got lighter and more flexible. But Christian Bale was like wearing the bat suit and Batman Begins gave him such a migraine that for him, he used it. He was like, this character has a headache all the time. He is pissed off. He does feel. So I guess it just depends on the suit because there's some years between Batman Forever and Batman Begins, but also right. just how it affects you. So I thought that part was great. Um, I've been watching Titans. Guys, Titans is freaking dope. They had an episode called Lazarus, which you saw that episode? Yes, I did, sir. Oh, my. Okay. Every season. No spoilers, please. No spoilers. Non-spoilers. Every season, there'll be an episode or two that kind of pauses on the plot and just deals with the characters and their relationships. And for everyone that's seen a poster, you know Red Hood is in season three. That's not a spoiler. So you kind of get to see Jason. Whoa, 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 wait. Who's in what? (laughs) (laughs) If y'all listening to this and miss that, dang. You get to see Jason's relationship with Bruce. And that's kind of the episode. And it's just so good, man. On another note, Titans does piss me off because it rides the line between taking so many liberties, the characters aren't the characters anymore, that it, it's right on that line, man. And Secret Identities, Rich, does anybody care? Not, no one cares. It's like, no what? one cares. Oh, you're who? Okay, yeah, no problem. It's like, why, why wear a costume? But it, it's a lot of fun. And um, last but not least, I read my Superman 78. I, I, I told you guys that I bought it, but I read it and it's okay, man. It's it's pretty much just set up. I feel like the Batman 89 did more as far as showed more. So if you love Donner Superman, it's going to be great. If you're too young to love it, if you don't really know it, you're going to read it and kind of go, all right, get on with it. I don't know. It's interesting. The, the nostalgia of seeing these characters on page is, is half of what's fun about it. You know? Yeah. But I wonder if it's not nostalgia for you. How would this issue hit? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, while we're on pickups, Chris, did you pick up your Batman 89? So, so let me make it a I did not buy not one, but I've ordered two Batman 89s. The the regular cover with Batman swooping down and the Harvey Dent cover. It should be here next week. Dang, Chris, you might as well get issue two by that point. I mean, look. I went to three different comic book stores. Nobody had it. I was like, you know, I'm just going to pay the premium order off Amazon. I did. Fair enough. Fair said, enough. But yes, it's been purchased. So I'm that still Amazon price for you. Barely. You were this close, man. This close. This, this close. The line. <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question? Oh, boy. Okay. I have a question for you. What did Iron Man say to Spider-Man? What did Iron Man say to Spider-Man, Lawrence? Don't Bug me. (laughs) 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 That tickled the right spot, guys. That tickled the right (laughs) spot. Pretty sure he did. (laughs) You should put bets on how long this segment's going to last. I think it might. (laughs) I think it might run a gag. It's going to go forever. It might have some staying power. Oh man. 
But to redeem that last segment, let's get into the Collector's Corner. It's show and tell time. Collector's Corner is when we go into our comic book shelf, our toy chest, and pull out something that's sentimental, or in Jack's case, worth millions of dollars. No Hundreds pressure. Of of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Gentlemen, what you got? You want to go first, Jack? You got something good? Jack, got a, got, he got a look at his face like he got something fire. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, we go. This Quite week's show and tell item, I'm showing off my something is killing the children. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's reflective, so it might it's a foil cover. It might be kind of hard to see. It's issue All number right. one. It's grade isn't great. It's only a six. Um, if it was a nine point eight. It'd be worth some real cheddar cheese <laughs> mm. but in a case like this just copying this comic uh because a 9.8 is so valuable um it's it's nice to have it and then what someone might do is pop that bad boy open 10 years from now get it cleaned and pressed and regraded so you get a mm. higher grade on it and then that value just kind of Dude, I need to like get, I need to get in this game. Clean and press comic books. Like, I don't even know what you're talking yeah, about. We have a couple of followers on our Instagram that uh that's what they do is they clean and press. Wow. Ooh, wow. Instagram. Thousand followers is a Friday. Thousand plus followers. Boom. We going up, guys. Yeah. We're going up. And it's become such a really great community, man. We, we it's fun talking to people and commenting and just like actually engaging with other geeks. There's more. There's more than just us out there, guys. Man, Rich, what you got? Um, I have nothing. I'm blind. That's <laughs> like you see like a shelf behind them full of. <laughs> it's not. It's not sentimental. Sentimental, but it's gonna be sentimental to me because I enjoyed the movie so much. I got that is sick. Oh, you got it. The oh, hell yeah. Legend series. Uh, the Infinity Saga. Thanos and Iron Man that during is, the snap. That is and amazing. It is super dope. Got it off of Walmart. Right now, if you get it off of Amazon, it's like almost 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you how much I got it for. But um, <laughs> yeah, you, got, you have three heads for each character. Iron Man, you have him beat up. You got his helmet and he just got a clean face. For Thanos, oh, I'm sorry, you got four heads for Thanos. You got him with a helmet on, with the grimace, like, <laughs> ready for, for ready for action. The head that's on him right now is when he's when he gets dusted. You kind of mm, see him dusting yeah, on the side. All right, and then you got a kind of calm like face or a grimace, I guess, and then one with like a little like sinister grin, dude. Like he's about to yeah, tear himself. Detail up. on this thing is so yeah, good. It's, it's the dusting face is so fire. For those yeah, for those listening, it's like these are one of those things that if you don't get this now, you're gonna be pissed. Because this thing's gonna be worth so much money in like a year from now. You're gonna wish you got this. So if you're interested in this, like I am, <laughs> get it now. That yep. is brilliant. Yep, absolutely. And they both you got the you got the infinity gauntlet that they made to the fit Hulk on Thanos, and then you had two two versions of hands. One with the empty with empty hand with the no uh, gems, and one with the gems. And then uh-huh. you also you have various hands for for Iron Man, but also the one that's on him right now is one with the gem. Wow! So you can pick so, whatever part of the movie you want to set up in your display case. Yeah, that is correct. Can we talk about your shirt? What what am I oh. seeing? Uh, Yasuki from the Netflix series. Uh-huh. Dude, yeah. I saw this. I was like, I got to pick that up. I mean, you know, Black Samurai, why not? 
I mean, how is Rich? Did you watch the series? Oh yes, I did. Of course. I mean, if you come on, yeah. come on. I'm, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at the other. Uh, okay. I mean, but you're probably watching. the only other person on here. That's based on a true story, right? He landed in like 1537 in Japan yeah. and then became a samurai. Oh, man, is knowledgeable. I like it. Yes. Mm. Look at you. All right. I started watching it. FYI, I did start uh, it. You're you're mm. you're out of the party on this one. We already right. know. I'm, I'm out. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't. I just know the history. Dope, dope shirt, Rich. Again, nice shirt. Right. I mean. Don't no pressure, it. Rich. Just keep killing them. Yep, you know. <laughs> Chris, what's up with you, man? All right. So this is a little bit different than what I usually present. So this is wave four of the retro yes. G.I. Joe figures. The oh, Cobra man. Grunt. The nameless oh. guy who always gets lasered, always has to pop out. <laughs> but uh, the reason why this is actually pretty cool is, number one, I've been collecting G.I. Joe since I was a kid. And when the retro line came out, I jumped on the retro line. What's even cooler is that this is not supposed to be out till October 15th. But mm. for something, with the, some Walmarts have them on the shelves now. Why? Okay. Reasons. But I saw it. <laughs> people, were, people were talking about it in the forums. And I went out and I found it. And uh, I went to three Walmarts because Walmarts are like every 10 minutes around here. So I went to three and then I finally found it. I need to go to Texas, man. Because y'all Walmarts are just built different. Um, nice. Nice. For me, uh, I'm kind of taking a page out of Jack's book, but forget grading and how much they're worth because they're worth nothing because I treat my stuff like garbage. But I, for, for <laughs> since this is a what if episode, I figure I should showcase, in my opinion, what is the biggest what if slash Elseworld slash whatever to ever happen in comic books. And that's that DC versus Marvel Ooh, theories. That's Dude. a good one. I pulled these out. This is something that will never happen again. Not in, not in at least 20 years or 30 years because this was at a time before the movie studios were involved. Can you hear Warner Brothers and Disney debating on who should win in a fight, Wonder Woman or like Storm? Like they would never come to a conclusion because the comics would reflect at the end of the day, their movies and, and how popular or strong their characters are. And they would never go, Captain America should lose to Batman. Like that would be like a huge executive meeting. Right. But um, I have uh, the issues right here. I think it was four issues um, and they're pretty fantastic. And what's dope is in the fourth issue, spoiler alert, the heroes, I forget if they fail or they don't win or something happens where the only way to save the universe is to combine them. So in the fourth mm. issue, they combine their universes. So I also have a super soldier comic yeah. book, which yeah, is Captain America and American Superman put together. Which is which which in my opinion was the worst mashup. You took the most powerful thing in any comic book and Gave him a shield and took away half so his power. So many barrels. It was so stupid. <laughs> Honest to God, that was the worst mashup of the whole thing. This may not have been the strongest mashup, right, but I'll tell see. you, you what. Gotta have it. I know which one. This is see. the strongest. Yeah. I'm going to save it for last. I'm going to save it for last. Ah, I'm going to save it for last. I'm going to save it for last. This was pretty interesting. Yeah, Spider Boy. Superboy okay. and Spider-Man merged yeah. together. That's that was good. a pretty fun one. Bruce Wayne, Agent Shield. Yeah, Okay. That was kind of okay. You know, that one's actually surprisingly valuable, though. Oh, I should have Hello? it steamed and pressed. Well, the, whole, the whole batch of those are never happening again, so you should oh, man. take care of this stack. Magneto and yeah. the Metal magnet, Magnetic Men. Yep, yep. And then Magneto the best. Magneto doesn't get a, uh, like a, a mal like an amalgam name. 
He just they just call him Magneto. He's just Magneto in both yeah. worlds. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, and then the best one best. out of all of them. Dark, Dark. Oh, oh, Wolverine yeah. and Batman put together, and this is surprisingly yeah. it's it works so well. Jubilee is Robin mm-hmm. or Sparrow or whatever they call her in this book. Yep. This is a dope comic, guys. So this is I don't think there's a bigger what if than this series that they dropped on us. It's hard. I, I mean, can't. Yeah. There's no disagreeing. I, I, I wouldn't even um, front. I got a question. Yes, sir. Wasn't Bruce Wayne turned into a shield agent? No, he was. He took Nick Fury's role, essentially. So, so Dark is- Claw is more Logan than Bruce. Dark Claw yeah. is more Wolverine than he is okay. Bruce Wayne. So, so yes. it's not really like yes. they can bind. They just kind of just, what? I'm confused. Like, Rich, stop. <laughs> stop <laughs> like messing up my childhood. <laughs> and it was like Joker and Sabretooth was a bad guy. Well, here right? you go. J- hey, I got an image of Joker, Joker and Sabretooth yes. right here. Yeah. Joker tooth. <laughs> I what think they mean? split off into different parts. So like you have a Bruce Wayne part that kind of became Nick Fury. But the Bruce Wayne part that became Batman, that part was merged with Wolverine. Okay. Move to the news, baby. I, I will say this, though. We're not moving oh. to the news. I wasn't ready. <laughs> My bad. Go ahead, Listen, Jack. I could sit here talking about those comics the whole rest of the evening. F the What If yeah. series. Dude, this, I mean, they're great, man. I mean, I Superman even... versus Hulk? What Dude. a fight. And then, I want to know Batman, what the meetings Batman were versus... like. Like, to, know, to, right? to, to, to like, Delineate well, who should they, be they who. Must, they must Don't you remember it they pulled hat. it? No, they pulled it. The fan Dude. base chose. The fan base oh. chose. Don't you guys remember? I voted. I remember, I remember voting, voting and standing oh. for that. It's like, it don't you remember this- that I voted? My Don't you remember I voted? <laughs> I wore my badge. <laughs> but then, uh, From- then Batman, Batman uh, Captain America, there was no victor. That they fought to a standstill. Yeah, that fought to it. I remember I haven't looked back at these, I just pulled them out, but I remember most of the fights made sense to me. Except I do believe Spider-Man could beat Superboy. I just don't it just happened so quick. Uh, but right. they only have so many panels and so many fights. That one was like that fast and that easy. Yeah. Um, but Superman versus Hulk. I mean, honestly, fun. most of these fights would be world ending and deserves their own graphic novel yep. by themselves. But yeah. um, I was pretty pleased with it all. I was, I, you know, I was mad to see Captain Marvel lose. I was mad to see Wonder Woman lose the storm. I is wasn't it, really on board with that one. Isn't there one called Amazonian where it's uh, she Wonder picked Woman? up the hammer? She put it down, though, to fight a fair oh. fight. Oh, that's right. That's right. But it was pretty dope when she picked it up. Oh, yeah, because she was worried. It's like Thor is like, everyone in this universe is worthy. Yes, DC Universe (laughs) is worthy. Welcome to DC. (laughs) The Boy Scouts are worthy here. Um, But those are my pickups. Now, can we roll into the news? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's roll into the news. Roller, it's time for the news. Guys, man, so we got a final trailer to this James Bond movie that's dropping. So good. Yes. I mean... For me, first I want to say I'm so old that Daniel Craig is still the new Bond to me. Like that's yeah. how old I am. <laughs> Yo, like he's I still new Bond. Like that. That's so fair. Yeah. Oh man, um, the trailer We're for cool. me looked dope. We're old. It looked dope, but it, it felt like kind of same old, same old Bond, except until it said the epic conclusion. 
And I'm like, the conclusion? We don't conclude these usually. It might be the conclusion of, I think it's the conclusion of Daniel Craig's story arc. But even so, the other Bonds don't get no. conclusions for their story arcs. It kind of just goes into the next franchise. This one, the fact that they're going to end a franchise before starting a new one is kind of newish, right? No. Yeah, it is. Well, but they've never really ended before it starting, before. They've never started a new one while another one was running. No, but they never like, like Pierce Brosnan. This well, is the end chapter. I'll say this. With the exception of the originals, with like, um, you know, Sean Connery and... George uh, Lazenby? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where I was going. With the exception of those original ones, man, I don't know that the, uh, the, the box offices were doing well enough to let them conclude. Like, fan base would watch Daniel Craig keep coming back and back and back. So the box office is not failing this this version of James Bond. It's probably more like Daniel Craig's like, y'all, come on, man. Uh, let's wrap this up. <laughs> he was. Oh, yeah. you, know, you know who was in talks to be uh, the next James Bond? Yeah, Rich? yeah. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, you know, on. Is there anything he can't do? That's what I want to know. There's nothing Idris Elba can't do. You right? know what Idris Elba can do? Walk into a casino in Rio and the security just don't look at him. <laughs> he's not, he's not going to be the best spy because of racism. <laughs> because of racism. Because of racism. You must um, be the spy, he'll charm, he'll charm him with that British accent. You're right, you're right, you're right. With a gravelly voice. What's uh, interesting about this Daniel Craig, I think, Jack, kind of like you said, is this is also the first time we have, like his first movie, they set out to say he's a young, rough around the edges Bond. He's yeah. not fine-tuned. And now we actually have him fine-tuned. So this is the first time we've seen, like, a character arc with a Bond. Right. Yeah, Where the true. other ones are kind of just, here's a new episode, here's a new episode. So Very yeah, true. Yeah. Very true. Because in uh, Casino Royale, we actually see him get his double O status. And then I forgot if I think it's Quantum of Solace where he's actually so worn down that he he bails the the spy test miserably, mm. and then they and then uh, mom passes him anyway just because you know he's he's James Bond. Yeah, I'm excited, man, and I just hope they don't kill him off. I don't think they can. Nah, 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 nah. I hope they don't do nothing like that. Well, even if we they do, of, it's a Bond thing, so he's, he's only ambiguously dead. He's like the Princess Pride. He'll only be mostly dead. Mo yeah. Wasn't there a pitch that before Daniel Craig started, they wanted to basically say there's all like all these Bonds are true Bonds, and James Bond 007 is the moniker you pick up once you become the agent? And kind of saying all these Bonds are Bonds of continuity, and then the studio was like, nah. Let's that's, just, that's just what we need. One more multiverse. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, we, right? Can we talk about Anna DeArmas, the new Bond girl? Because I don't know about you, but I love her. So she's, you trying she's to get us canceled before? I didn't say anything bad. I just said I As he looks over his shoulder and his two wife brothers in the doorway. Yeah, now my, she's upstairs doing balloons. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, Chris is so anxious to get himself thrown off this thing. <laughs> I don't know why. He won't get the comic book. He, he keeps... Oh, you guys, wait, wait till the gem I have for you on the what if. Wait till that one. 
Oh man, I can't wait. Um, let's let's, that one. let's move on to so HBO Max ordered a pilot for a potential live action Dead Boy Detective series. It's based on the DC Comics characters created by Neil Gaiman. The series would follow the Dead Boy Detectives Charles Rowland and Edwin Payne, who decide not to enter the afterlife in order to stay on Earth and investigate the crimes involving the supernatural. Very interesting. HBO Max is doubling down on just more DC content and obscure. DC content. Yeah. I love it. And they got to be competitive. Marvel's done so well with going obscure routes. DC got to up their game. They got to up their game. And just, yeah, I mean, and they already have because of, of um, Doom Patrol is dope. Doom Patrol is great. And it's catch weird. Up. And it's like it's off, but it's it's, 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 it's it's own thing. I enjoy it. It's definitely specific. Doom Patrol is very, it's very specific. So maybe I, I don't watch this series, so maybe you guys can help me. But when I saw this, I was like, I need to jump in. Rick and Morty apparently <laughs> might be getting a live action episode or something. Because we got a little clip with Rick and Morty stepping through this portal. And it is Christopher Lloyd. And I forget. I don't know the actor's name who was doing Morty, but. And of course, Rick and Morty's based off. It's so perfect. So well, perfect. It, it was based, inspired by Back to the Future. Like he inspired Rick. So we right. have like Doc Brown slash Rick in this live action. So, so you guys who watch Rick and Morty, what do you think about this? I am hyped for it. Very hyped for it. Very, very hyped for it. You almost can't find better casting. I, no. I, the, my my only question is. I wonder if 20 years younger Christopher Lloyd would be more appropriate casting. But without – irrefutably, he is the right person for the job. I mean – But he, but he, we might want to send him back in time is I guess what I'm You want to give the 1980s Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I think it looks dope. I think um, as someone who's not a fan of Rick and Morty because I don't watch that because I don't think it's good but is a fan of Back to the Future, like that clip alone is probably going to get me watching. This is Rick and Morty from C-137 Dimension. Ooh. So that's why. They have different Rick, uh, for, for Lawrence, who doesn't know, uh, there are different Rick and Mortys in different dimensions. And for How the most part, they... Lawrence to be out of the know. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't be the one doing the news right now. <laughs> Too out of the know. <laughs> I don't mind it, man, because like you said, Jack, during the collector's corner or during um, the pickup segment, this is what's cool about the podcast is I get to get put on and stuff. So you put me on, Rich. Thank you for uh, Rick and Morty C-137-06 Rick and Morty. No one said that. No one said that. that. Don't you do that. Um, Let's talk about Shang-Chi for a second, guys, because Shang-Chi broke pandemic records in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, it brought in a, a really good uh, domestic box office and I think a pretty good international box office. And that's pretty huge for Marvel, um, Disney, because they took a gamble with it because it didn't stream like the other movies. The other ones, Jungle Cruise, Black Widow, they all had like same day releases on Disney Plus, And this one, they didn't do that. So... And the numbers are still not great everywhere. So they took a gamble and people showed up and showed love to this movie, which I think is great because 
with such a diverse cast and, and really the beginning of the new phase. I have to, it's like this movie, we have the shows and stuff, but yep. this movie is the beginning of the new phase. Right. And I'm really happy that people turned out because you had a lot of haters on the internet going, this is going to be the biggest bomb Disney ever had. Stop with the whole woke culture. We're sick of it. Stop. And it's like, guys, Marvel does a lot of things, but they don't bomb. So let's <laughs> let's relax and show the movie some love. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, McFarlane Toys. Chris. You're going to sponsor us? I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Look, at least give us free toys. That's what at I'm looking for. At least give us free toys. And give us this free toy. Right now, you can pre-order McFarlane's Batman Year 2 figure. And I'm showing the guys this right oh, now. So dope. I mean, it's pretty much... Batman, the way McFarlane designed it when he did the comic, Kate yeah. is flowing. Um, he's standing next to his parents' grave, and it's just epic. And it also comes with a cloth cape that you can attach to it, so you can have, you can pose him. He doesn't just have to be in this pose. You guys, if you want it, you have to pre-order it now from Target. It's the same thing as Rich's action figure. If you wait, this joint's going to go up. So if you want it, get it, Chris. Yep. <laughs> get it. I'd like to make correction. Confuse my dimensions. The Rick and Morty that we know in the TV show is C137. The Rick and Morty live action is C132. Thank you I'm for so, the clarification. I'm so happy you cleared that up, man. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you redeemed the entire episode. You saved us. For the fans. For the fans. For the fans. Really, really recently, at least by the time we're recording this, we got a look at Aquaman's new suit. Wow, damn, that is dark. Is Zack Snyder taking a crack at it? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Without fail. Without fail. I'm sorry to break in there, but I saw another one which with his original colors, but it was a little bit different designs on it. So maybe I, I'm hoping he has two suits because I, I love DC leaning into the actual costumes. Some mm-hmm. people are saying this might be his stealth suit. So maybe he has right. a stealth suit that he puts on. Maybe co-directors. Okay. Or it could be a co-directing. Zack Snyder's like, pull out the color. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the second half of the film. <laughs> But no, I think, I mean, I'm excited for it. And anytime we get a little peek at what's going on, it's exciting. But the suit looks dope. DC I'll re- say this. When I saw that outfit, I go, man, I hope they cut his his arm off and put a hook on there. Yeah, I mean. That is so 90s, Jack. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have Yeah, but one. that's the suit. You're going to go edgy and dark. That's that's the Aquaman. You got well, you got to lose an arm. He has the hair and beard for that 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 era of, of Aquaman that's as well. I'm getting that. But that's right. Aquaman became serious. No joke. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. They have two. They have two suits. They have the stealth suit, the darker color suit, and then his uh his original like golden green. And okay. this one he's holding the trident. So maybe he goes into like black water or something. <laughs> Where he needs it, like a dark oh, suit. So, it's, it's so black from all the fried chicken grease in the water. Whoa! <laughs> on that note, oh, oh, oh. And on that note <laughs> let's get into the debate. Okay, ready to rumble. Did you say bull? Did he just. Jack, you didn't say bull. I said bull. <laughs> Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, Let's get ready to bowl. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm 
not the biggest anime watcher in the world, so Rich, please correct me if I'm wrong. Go for it. Might as well start with the correction. Just correct me. Okay. Has there been a heavyweight match so anticipated as Goku versus One Punch Man? Who would win in a fight? All powers and level ups are applied. Who would win in a fight? Goku versus One Punch Man. Rich, I'd be sitting in the front row for this fight. I would be too. I, I'm going to tell you right now. A lot of people will hate me for saying it. Go ahead, right? Oh, say it! I'm going to say One Punch Man. Ooh. Right off the rim. Okay. <laughs> right, you know what? I thought we were going to agree on something. Wait, wait. You know what? I'm going to say One Punch Man too. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to say One Punch Man 3. What? You know what? You said One Punch Man 2, so I said I one, I'm, try, I'm trying to be funny. I heard what you said. I just can't <laughs> let you. I'm going to tell you who I got. I got my boy Goku. The same mm-hmm. reason why I have Batman. One Punch Man will punch Goku, kill Goku. He'll take some sensu beans, train, come back, and beat him. You can't. You can't. You can't see, I could tell. I could tell you're not a fan because go. You can't take a sensu bean if you're dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but how does? He, oh, I'm sorry. He gets the, the the Dragon Balls. Sorry, it's been ten years since I watched Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Chris, still, Chris, he dies and comes back. Chris, this is why. This is why Goku and virtually. Every known character that's ever been created will never beat One Punch Man. And it's because we have no idea what his power limit is because all he does is throw normal blase punch. <laughs> like, we don't even know what it looks like when he's in trouble and he that's has to, true. like, release. Well, the that is true. Episode, the last right. episode of the season, he threw he way more than one punch. True. Yeah, yeah. So, so him in trouble meant he had to fight like a regular person. Like we never saw him go toe to toe. Like he had to throw That's like good point. he had to throw more than one punch. That was him in trouble. I had to throw more than one punch, and that one punch he threw still did damage. And and that and that and that that villain that he had to fight like pretty much used his ultimate form, which would have killed him anyway if he didn't win. So he had to go <laughs> all out for him just to break a sweat and to throw multiple punches to therefore kill him. But every story arc for. Dragon Ball Z is Goku a new whether it's Vegeta, Cell, Frieza. Goku yes. comes, he takes the guy lightly, gets whooped, either tr- dies or trains, and then comes back, finds a new level of Super Saiyan, and then oh no, your power level is over ninety nine or whatever it is. Goku would just thing. keep coming back and getting cracked because here's but, the thing, he would have to go back so many like an infinite amount of times. For one punch man to just get into the position of well, now this. I have to really try. If anyone was gonna come back an infinite amount of times, it would be him. That's his 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 biggest thing is is that is why do we do the de- why do we do debates like people just get to walk away? <laughs> like, like that is Chris's like only saving look, grace. Look, 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 I didn't write <laughs> Dragon Ball prepare, Z. Preparation time. I, I didn't write Dragon Ball Z. You're but right. That's how you're Dragon right. Ball one Z round. Is. Who wins in one round? One Punch Man, obviously. Goku Who wins in 10 rounds. Battle. Who wins in 10 rounds? One Punch Man. You want to know why? Because in his hardest fight, all he had to do was just throw more than one punch. But that, that was him being pushed. So if Goku Listen, were to... Here, here, now, Go ahead, here's where I, I have to agree with Lawrence. The, the thing about Goku is we know for fact in all his content, the dude's going to evolve into some stronger version of himself. That's what he does. 
Right, That's right. all he does. He just continues to get more and more outrageously powerful. Right. But Lawrence is right. We've never seen One Punch Man's full form. And Goku doesn't want to fight anybody unless it's their optimum power. Right. right? That's that's his thing, his Achilles heel almost, especially yeah. in a case like this where what, what the hell even is One Punch's ultimate power? I'll, One Punch Man – Forget the fact that he's not even operating at full capacity. He's not even fighting like he wants to fight. Like he's right. winning these big fights. Like I'm bored. Fine. <laughs> Here's a punch. Here's a like. Imagine if he doesn't even power up. He just takes the fight just a little bit more seriously. Like most yeah, of his or- fights, he, most of his fights that he had, he was just there. It was like good timing. He was just he just happened to be there. And he was like, "Oh, a villain. I guess I'll fight this person." Like that's pretty much that's pretty much all of his fights for the most part, except for like the major villains, like where like the last one uh, on the ship. He you know he went to it. He went looking for that fight. But for the most part, like the mosquito woman, like he was just in the neighborhood. The mole people, he was in, like they were in his neighborhood. Like it, it was just perfect timing that he was just there. And he was like, "Yeah, get out of here." I need to go buy vegetables. There's a sale at my grocery store. Get out of my way. So what you're saying is there's no hope for Kakarot. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, Chris. Can, can, can you honorably take the L? Can you say you guys are right? With all the preparation time in the world, you can't fight a guy who's winning all these battles and doesn't even feel like fighting. Absolutely not. Because I'm long enough <laughs> <laughs> spoken like a true Dragon Ball fan. Okay. Because on a long enough timeline, Goku eventually wins. <laughs> well, who could beat one, uh, one Punch? I mean, As anybody? of right now, no one. No, no one. one right now. The, you, so we're saying that the creators of One Punch Man have inadvertently created the most powerful thing known to content. That's the parody. (laughs) That's why One Punch Man will always win because the parody is, the satire is that he can never lose. And that's what makes it fun. We don't watch One Punch Man because of the drama or the conflict. We watch it just because of this. (laughs) This guy just comes one punch his way through. And the villains come even more like egotistical, more boisterous. And he just punches him one time. (laughs) Look, Yo, that's it delivers it. what it promises, right? Dude. <clears throat> and we watch hoping that maybe, just maybe, just maybe, and they gave it to us, just maybe this fight will take two punches. That's And then we're like on the edge of our seat. <laughs> so no. <clears throat> Omni-Man, <throat> Superman, Goku. The only way I can see like Superman beating him is not beating him. Like moving so fast and finding a way to trap him. But you talking like a, a fight? No. Yeah. Maybe we'll I save mean, that it. debate for another time. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. fun, though. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good one, man. Yeah, it's good times. I, I think we can move on to the main topic. Let's it's go. time for the main event. Guys, Marvel has been blessing us with these amazing side dishes as they're preparing our feasts for us in the cinema. And one of the amazing side dishes have been the What If series. Now we're going to cover episode three and four. Spoiler alert! Spoilers! If you haven't seen it, pause this podcast right now, go watch it, and come right back. Or don't pause it, and we'll inspire you to watch it, because I guarantee you, even if you know what's going to happen, watching is still going to be an amazing ride. 
We're going to start off with episode three, then go into episode four. So the recap for episode three is, guys, episode three, what if the Earth lost its mightiest heroes? We pick up pretty much in the beginning of phase one. We pick up in the beginning of Iron Man 2. We get the beginning of Thor. And we also get the beginning of the Incredible Hulk. So we have Tony Stark, Iron Man, sitting inside of a donut like we saw him in the movie. He has a, a meeting with Nick Fury and Black Widow. He has the thing, you know, in his chest, the reactor is poisoning him. Black Widow gives him something to relieve the pain. But then Tony Stark drops dead. Boom. Black Widow's put in cuffs. She assassinated him. Nick Fury knows she didn't do it, but they have to follow protocol so they figure it out. He also helps her escape. Then we have the hammer arrives on Earth. What is this? Here comes Thor kicking and screaming with a hair flowing like no other. Smells like lavender, <laughs> they say. And then he arrives to get the hammer. Just like in the movie, Hawkeye has his arrow on him. Don't take the shot, except Hawkeye takes the shot and a powerless Thor gets hit with an arrow and dies. Hawkeye is thrown in a cell. He's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. How can it be done? And then all of a sudden he just dies. What? McFury quickly realizes all his future recruits of the Avenger initiative are being taken out before he can form the team. Then, and what I think one of the dopest moments in the series yes. is we're brought to the Incredible Hulk, but instead of Edward Norton, we get Mark Ruffalo, but in place. But literally, that whole setup is the Incredible Hulk. They're at the yep. school. Black Widow is there to see Betty. I need to find Bruce because things are hitting the fan. He might be in trouble. She finds Bruce. Just like the movie, the military shows up to the school. He turns into the Hulk. He's thrashing. He's Hulk smashing. And then all of a sudden, he explodes. The Hulk <laughs> sure does. is dead. And it's like yeah, trouble guts. No one ever thought to blow it up from the inside out. Man. So then Black Widow is like doing her super spy stuff on a laptop. And she pretty much figures that out. But not before she gets her butt whooped. She calls Nick Fury and she gets killed. Nick Fury's trying to figure out, do I call Captain Marvel? Because we see the beeper. He doesn't. And then Loki shows up because like my brother's dead, which is interesting turn of events because Loki wanted to destroy his brother. But I guess since he's not the one who can do it now, all of a sudden he's like, give me a pound of flesh or I'm taking your world. They have a deal. Loki actually helps Nick Fury figure out who did it. And it was Hank Pym all along. Because in this scenario, the what if is what if Hank Pym's daughter was with S.H.I.E.L.D., and died on Nick Fury's watch, which causes Hank Pym to go crazy and basically wants to undo anything Nick Fury has his hands on, which would be the Avengers. So the end of the series, we have the birth of what would be the new Avengers team. And you have to imagine there'd be a new one, whatever that would be. Guys, what did you think of episode three? I liked it. I thought it was a great whodunit. The problem I had, I was hoping for a better big bad. But then I didn't have to tell myself they need to keep in the cinematic within the cinematic universe. They can't go outside of the cinematic universe. So I guess, all right, I'll take him as a bad. But I was really, really hoping for a more substantial big bad than that. I really enjoyed the mystery of it, especially going back to those movies. 
until like the end when I found out it was Hank Pym because I had I spent so much I felt like I didn't spend enough time with that character in those Ant-Man movies for this twist to be jaw-dropping for me. Yep. Dude, I would have loved it if it was Nick Fury. And we found out the Avengers initiative wasn't the former team, was to neutralize mm. powerful people. It would have been way better to be Twilight Zone. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Honestly, that's what I thought was happening. It's got to be Fury. Because the problem was, here's my problem with mystery movies that don't actually plant the seed for a good audience member to to have a payoff at the end. Mm-hmm. The seeds weren't really planted for us to pick up on anyone other than Fury being right. the villain. Yeah. Because you know? in, in every mystery, in every law and order, every whodunit, you meet who did it in the beginning. Right. You yeah. meet the cast of characters in the beginning. Or at, or at least along the way. You yeah. Know? You don't you don't not come in contact with the payoff at some point before the payoff. And then, you know, uh, I was honestly, I was lukewarm on this one. Um, I liked the idea of it, which I thought was just so bold, kill off the Avengers. But I thought the execution of it was pretty weak. And then, yeah, the it being Pim at the end of it, it is my problem with the what if the what if content is really what if Hank Pym was the villain or some version of that. Yeah. You know, it wasn't it wasn't what they're selling in the the title. Um I don't know. Yeah, so was, what, honestly, what if what if we lost our mightiest heroes would be what would happen? What would happen to the world? Thanos right? touches down. There's no one, you know, right. like yeah. Spider Man doesn't have a mentor. Like And I love the Loki stuff. That made sense. Loki is a guy who's on a quest for station and power and here's a great opportunity for him to exploit it. What my brother's mm-hmm. dead? Awesome. I can be the hero now. I'm not vying for the thing. I'm entitled to the thing. I am right. heir to the throne. It's my throne. Mm, yeah. You know, so it wasn't even a question. Well, what did you think before we, we do the, the, the deep deep? Uh, I mean, yeah, I thought the same. I wasn't, I mean, it was, it was entertaining. Like, I was expecting something a little bit, like you said, someone that you've seen already. You're kind of expecting that person to do it, like, or maybe someone that was like off in the background, or they did like, hey, go get this. No, go get this report or whatever. And the person's like, sure, no problem. <laughs> like, you know, it was Colson. Like <laughs> right. Like, yeah, if it was Colson, who was like fanboying over everybody. But, you know, I was just like, you know, Hank Pym, I guess. Okay. I like I'm when Loki you, came. Man. Yeah, I like when Loki came and, you know, like flexed his power because hey, that, was, that was his moment. Like, that's what he was waiting for. Like yeah. Jack said, you know, he was waiting for his moment. And now he can do it without, you know, being a sinister villain. He's like, oh, my brother's dead. The throne is now mine, and I can go and take over another world because my pound of flesh. Which actually should start this episode. Like that's the episode, right? What if the heroes are gone? Loki's in power. Now what do we do? Like that's where the story starts, based off of the what if. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That'll be good too. It, it just wasn't what ify enough. You know, like. It, I feel like the strongest what if we've got, we haven't talked about episode four yet, but the strongest what if we had was Star-Lord because it gave us a change and then showed us the universe after that change and like really, right. really showed us a big difference. Number one, it was pretty much Captain America, which is roles reversed. 
And then the Star Lord one was the most was the what if he what if of all the what ifs. So we'll far. debate about that once we get into episode four. You know, the other thing that was interesting <laughs> about uh, episode three is Scarlett Johansson is not doing the voice. Right. Chadwick Boseman did. These things were recorded a while ago, pre um, pre the lawsuit. Pre so that lawsuit was they'd known about it. Something was in the work. Something was off yeah, at when yeah. this stuff was recorded. You know. Remember Dave Batista went on social media talking kind of trash because he didn't do Drax's voice. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I was available. They didn't ask me. He kind of threw some shade. So I don't. You know what, though? I will say this. It's a lot of money to get these movie stars in. And. Yeah, but this one was so specific because her one, it's Disney. They have the money. It's not a question of money. And two, that that what if episode, she was the lead of. She it. was the lead, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. something was going on, dude, and it was yeah. going on from <laughs> before that happened. And her voice is so specific. So yeah, but I'll say with episode three and four, what I loved is it's getting real Twilight Zoney. It's getting dark. It's getting weird. It's getting mysterious. So I, I like that tone for what if. That's kind of what what if for me is. It's kind of like this weird Twilight Zone. Um, and this episode, like, I enjoyed it until the payoff, <laughs> you know, but up until then I was with the mystery, like who's taking all these people out and how are they doing it? Even I will say, even the way they say how Hank Pym did it, I was, that's pretty cool how he did it. Was, it. Yeah, it was pretty but cool. The fact yeah, that, he threw the thing on Hope's heart and it just blew yeah. up. Yeah. But cool. the fact that it was him was the problem because it's like, you don't like I don't even even watching the movies I can't remember him and Sam Jackson even having a scene him and Michael Douglas. No. And so there's no that, connection. There's there's no. That's why the title of this is misleading. Yeah. The, yeah. the what if was actually something else. The what if should have been what if Wasp was an agent of Shield. You know. Oh. Yeah. Well, the, but that's essentially what what it was. It was Wasp's. Was how did, she died and that affected everything. But then we, we would have figured affected. out the mystery. We would have right right thought it was either. But you would have went for the ride. You know, yeah. you didn't necessarily need to have her dad in it, other than he's retired and she's the she's the whatever. But 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 the what if we're we're experiencing the aftermath. This was a mystery reverse engineered, but the what yeah. if actually predated the content that they're feeding us. So and that might be why I found it a little. Off putting might be extreme because I did enjoy it. (laughs) You know, I did not enjoy it. But I I guess the answer is what if the Earth lost its mightiest heroes? Loki takes over the world. Like that's who would stop. Yeah, who would stop? That's the answer. What would happen? Yeah, Yeah. we just don't get. You know, but but with that answer, we don't get to actually experience it. We just know it. See the beginning of it. Yeah. Yeah. What if Loki took it over? And he made the world just way better than it was before. And Loki was right. Well, I mean, Thanos is still going to snap. Yeah, that's true. And now you don't have a group of heroes <laughs> to do what they do. Well, except for now we have Captain Marvel on the scene way sooner. Right. You might have to call her in way sooner. And She's already there. Yeah, she comes back. And Captain America is, is also being about to be resurrected. Yeah. Ice Boy is about to be uh, thought that's out. That's true. So let's talk about this real quick. So many battles. What what does the world look like now? So we all have Captain Marvel called in. We'll have the captains on the same team real quicker. Yeah. Um, we won't have. have well, I also say this. Um, no, he's with, not with. Yeah, we might have Falcon. Yeah. Well, with Tony Stark dead, his stuff is now 
government-owned, military-sanctioned, or shield, or shield takes it. Listen, they're not I, letting his technology just go. to I wouldn't people. be surprised if he had like some kill switch, and that if he dies, his whole lair just explodes. I mean, I feel like it's, it's still it's still owned by his company, so they really can't take it from him. Pepper that was probably. Pepper would probably keep that thing that that right. stuff locked down. I mean, she 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 did do a suit in uh, Iron Man three, so you might see her step in. Yeah, um, we probably just know, get to Ironheart sooner. I think yeah, no, I sure. think War Machine takes the spot. Like we, Rhodey just of takes course. because he has now, his which suit one, somewhere uh, in that. Now is this going to be Terrence Howard, Rhodey, or <laughs> what uh, if maybe. Terrence Howard secured the bag? <laughs> <laughs> That's the what if I want to see. It would be actually Don Cheadle because this will pick up Iron Man too. So Don, Don Don Cheadle would have the war. Yeah, we would have War Machine, Captain America, Captain Marvel. Um, we probably would have Falcon. Because uh, we still have Steve. I don't know, man. Because without certain events, is T'Challa's father assassinated? Like, I don't. I guess the Winter Soldier stuff will still play out exactly as yeah, it did. Because all that predates Winter Soldier. Was defrosted. Winter. Keep right. this in mind, and, and this made no sense to me. Winter Soldier has been defrosted for about seventy years. Yeah, he's an old man. <laughs> But he looks like a he looks like a thirty year old, which right. is the serum, me. Jack. It's odd, no, though, but but but, were, but in all okay. fairness, Captain America same serum, but when he went back in time and then aged seventy years, he got old. But Winter Wait, Soldier, you did. have no idea how long he was gone. Yeah, but okay. here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, and this is just my opinion on it. I think the Winter Soldier they kept putting him in and out of ice, and just, they you know whenever they need him, they take him back out. Yeah, to kind of conserve That's, that. That's how I, I interpreted mean, it too. Yeah. Just kind of hard to corroborate any of that. Reasons, Jack. Fair enough. And <laughs> moving on. And moving on. I think we covered episode three. Episode four. Guys, okay. So you have Stephen Strange, the night that he's going to get his award. He and his lovely, lovely lady are in the car. And like the accident that happens, that takes his hands. But what if it doesn't take his hands, but takes his heart? Mm-hmm. And she dies instead. Puts him on the same exact journey to find mysticism, dark arts, answers, same journey. And he pretty much ends up in the same exact place. But now the temptation to go back in time. And reverse it to change the death of his his lovely lady. He goes back in time. Why you keep calling her lovely? Because I don't remember her name. <laughs> what is her name? Uh, Christine Palmer. Christine? Yeah, Christine yes. Palmer. Dr. Christine. Palmer. He goes back in time to save Christine. But every time he goes back in time, man, there's a different way she dies. He must have gone back in time. It felt like a hundred times. They didn't show us a hundred, but it felt like it must have been almost infinity how many times he tried to change it. And then eventually, um, what's that mystic person? What's the 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 one, the the ancient one? The ancient one? Yeah, the ancient one. Swinton. Yeah, yeah. The, yes, one, yeah. the ancient one comes and basically says, Her death is like a fixed point in time. It cannot be changed. Like she is destined to die. And he doesn't receive it. And he learns that if I have enough power. I can actually change that point. So he goes to the he goes way, way back in time and goes to this library and starts studying these books on how to change the point. And he finds out that if I have enough power, 
I can do it. So over the course of thousands of years, he pretty much starts killing <laughs> different creatures, absorbing their power from different worlds, pretty much killing them. Um, and that's where we see the Doctor Strange that we know really go bad, really turn left, get desperate to the point where like the guy who pretty much ushers him in, he sees him as an old man dying and he lets him know that you've lost yourself. But there is another one of you out there living a life as if you didn't. And that's what Doctor Strange gets the idea. I have to absorb that part of myself because I'm not at full power unless I'm complete. So then we go to the uh, splintered. It's not a different timeline is we're in the same universe, but it's splintered in half, two halves in a universe in the same but different timeline. He didn't go back in time. And he pretty much lived his life with the Doctor Strange as we know. H1 tells him what's going on. Then we have Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange. Good versus light. Desperate versus not desperate. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Lauren. Well said. <laughs> they fight. <laughs> <laughs> and Dark Strange winds up absorbing the good Doctor Strange. He goes back in time and he fixes it. But he was warned that if you do this, literally the, the universe is collapsing around them and he believes he can fix it. And in the end, he saves Christine, but destroys the entire universe. And then ends up losing her too, though. And ends up losing her anyway. Guys, episode four. I liked it. Dude, this is the best one for me. I, I liked I'm, it. I, I only had one problem with it. Um, and it was when the Watcher got involved. What, like, why did they have um, his character saying anything to anyone? That I had a hard, I had a problem with that. With the exception think, of that. I think what it, okay, go. I thought it was dope. I thought the content was great. I thought it was true to the heart of what a what if is. And oh my God. God, I, I mean, to see his transformation, so extreme. Yeah. Uh, I, I just thought it was great. And physically, I mean, the guy is a beast by the end of it. Christine mm. doesn't even recognize him by yeah. the end of it. He's he's not only transformed on the inside, but he has physically manifested a new form. Um, oh, that was great. That was great. And what's interesting about it is – this Doctor Strange still very much exists in that multiverse paradox because he did not die. He's just kind of entombed. But he's got so much power, there's no reason why. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, his universe is completely wiped off, the, but he's yeah. still there, and he's got so much power, he could probably, you know, multiverse totally. jump. And I think that's why he can see the, the what-if guy. Because he got he he attained that power, where now he can pretty much break the barriers, and he can see that guy who's supposed to be hidden. Well, it wasn't that he saw him; it wasn't that he wasn't aware of him. That's not what bothered me. What bothered me was that the Watcher actually engaged with him to say three lines of kind of snarkiness. Like he didn't lead him on a better path. He didn't. He just dropped some shade and then was like, "Well, you messed up anyway, so I'm just gonna sit back and eat my popcorn and watch it unfold." It's like, you mm -hmm. didn't say any of that. Well, that's know? that's his thing, though. Like, he's not supposed to interfere. He's supposed to be able to watch. He's a watcher. But are you not – just to be engaged in it is some form of interference. 
I mean, if you're sitting in the corner of a room and someone's like, hey, Jack, what's going on? And you're just like, I'm not supposed to watch you. Someone sit here and shut up. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like you, you can't see me. I'm not here. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> you know. Uh, also, I, 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 man, I don't like um, Jeffrey Wright in this. Yeah, you said that. I have so much trouble with his voice acting in it. And I love the guy. I think he's one of the best actors out there. It's, it's a real – that in itself is a what if for me. What if what a if? great actor was cast in the wrong part in Jackson? What if? What if? <laughs> it was me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just trying to get myself cast. Dude, um, I loved it. I think for me, it's the best of the series. Um, the Star-Lord one was great and hit all the right feels. But this one operated on, to me, a whole different level. Because um, I'm not emotionally attached to Doctor Strange. I mean, that, that wasn't one of my, that's not one of my top 10 Marvel films. So watching this, I don't have the same attachment as I did with, you know, T'Challa and especially Chadwick. So for this to grab me the way it did is just, it's, it's the storytelling. And so far, the what ifs have been very plot driven. You know the characters, you know what's going on, we're just going to take you on this ride. But this one was so character driven, man. This dude's desperation and his desire to have her back. It's like, yo, that's the what if. The what if is what if you're in a timeline where Christine's supposed to die? Yeah, That's the difference. It's not like, oops, she died instead of losing my hands. No, in this timeline, it was never about your hands, ever. In this timeline, yeah. it's the absolute and point which cannot be changed. That's the point where it probably in our timeline, he he would always lose his hands no matter what he's destined to lose his hands. And right. this one is her. And then to just watch him kind of do what we all would do. Like if we had the ability to go back in time and save someone who you thought you were responsible. Of course, you should make it. Oh, yeah. man. So like the relatability to the villain is like so extreme. I felt like there was a couple moments where her death was almost comical, unfortunately. It was like Final like, Destination. No matter what, she was just yeah. yeah but she had, like, she had like a heart attack in one of the versions. It was so random. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, come on, this girl. But I, but I, but I think – and maybe think it was that, Hank Pin had thrown something in her heart. He jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was them adding levity to a very dark – yeah, be, like like we was gonna put a little something in, and uh, yo, I thought it was I thought it was beautiful. It was scary. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like like the idea of like we're gonna just have the two capes fight, dueling and capes. You couldn't you couldn't mm-hmm. not agree with him. That was the that was what was so good about it. The hero was the villain was the hero. He was doing a heroic thing, selfish yeah. maybe, but it was the right yeah. And I think uh, I'll say this one thing and then you guys, uh, Rich and Chris, you guys can jump in. Um, I think the watcher, I like the watcher talking, getting involved because it showed me like you've destroyed your universe. So he can talk to you now. Like there is no you're done. You cross the point in a return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, And I'm watching you do something that is probably not common. I don't usually watch entire universes just disappear. So you, my friend, <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm a god. You're the god here. 
Because I've seen people wipe people out. I've seen planets be wiped out, but you wiped out. Everything. Everything. Part of the multiverse (laughs) is gone. That's interesting. So that's how I took that part. Chris, well, well, so I I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, You know what threw me off is before I got into it, I read the title. I've never been so misled by a title than when I watched Crip Camp on Netflix. So I watched I watched this thinking he's actually physically lost his heart and he's gonna have like an Iron Man type device put in and that would be the oh. what if. Because oh. within the first well, that's interesting, but within the first five minutes, clearly right. we understood right. that yes, it was I, I understood it wasn't, but because I I, I I relate to Crip Camp on, on, on Netflix because I saw the title Crip Camp and I thought it was gonna be about and it's about like these like selfless individuals helping camp for, for you know for disabled kids <laughs> but so it just but you so- but you were hoping to see a bunch of crips going to camp <laughs> yes. i thought it was like Crips being trained. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. <laughs> you thought it was like boot camp? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Every summer they get shipped off to camp. They're like, yeah, man, I'm about to go get my, 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 my pottery, my pottery bag. Hey, Mark, this is how we tie bandanas, Mark. <laughs> yep. So, oh, so, sorry, that was like, yeah, man. So I watched this expecting one thing, and then it took me a little bit to get back into the story. And then when I got back, you were really sold on this Ironheart thing. Like yeah, you were, like I came I to was. the game. Like I was. I was like, he's gonna get it, and he's gonna combine that with the Doctor Strange powers, and then what's gonna happen? What if? I'm like, oh shoot, mm. this, is gonna be, this is gonna be cool. And it was something completely different than what I anticipated. So the first couple minutes was. A little bit, I don't want to say disorienting, but jarring, a little jarring. Yeah, a little, yeah, exactly. But then once we got to the story, once we got into him absorbing all those things, I mean, any montage where you where you get the hero just or the hero or the villain or the anti-hero or whatever he is, because he started out, even though he didn't listen, he started out wanting to save her life. He didn't start out like with 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 the you know, a quest for power. He's kind of a little bit like Thanos in this, where he just wants one goal, and no matter what happens, the goal, you know, his goal needs to happen, no matter what the repercussions are. He thinks he's doing the right thing, even though he's doing the wrong thing. But to see him, like, fight these things and absorb these things and how it changes him was dope. It was kind of like, for me, it was like Final Final Destination meets Jet Li the One in the Marvel <laughs> Universe. But in the coolest yeah. way possible. I don't say it as a, as a put-down, like, in the coolest way possible. So... I was feeling it. I liked it. Yeah, Rich. I don't. I don't know how I'm going to top that part. But like the crip, the crip land. Okay. Um, <laughs> crip camp. Okay. But uh, I, 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 I love. I like the fact that you know he he found. I forgot the exact detail. It was a, another sorcerer, sorcerer supreme, that that found a way to change an absolute point and he was trying to go down that path mm-hmm. of changing a point and just absorbing all those uh, uh, demons and uh, you know creatures to get that power and then when he gets it like no matter what you know that 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 absolute point. it also kind of rambling bro. it also kind of like was that that source of supreme that changed that absolute point was it actually did he did that person actually change it or was it just like a legend? Because he could have just knew. went. 
it, it, it didn't seem like he had changed it. It seemed like he knew how to, but he right. chose the. That's one thing you don't do. Although I know mm. the, I know the system in which you would need to do in order to achieve that thing. But don't do God, it. Yeah, that could that could have been it. <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, and he actually went down that path, and you see what happened. Yo, you destroyed all of reality. All of it. dude. Which I got two things to say. My my one is it a slight issue, another one is like questions. First, okay. I thought that um Dark Strange, it shouldn't have been that even of a fight. Right? I felt yeah, like he should have been absorbing power for thousands of years. You think he's yeah, he's older, more experienced, wiser, and yeah, he's he's powered <laughs> up. It wasn't really that even of a fight. It shouldn't have lasted that long. It didn't last very long. Yeah. He, also, good Strange was also, fighting back pretty good, decent. Also, Good Strange didn't even have the Infinity Stone, let alone the other powers. True. This was not a... It wasn't even close to a fight. And that was the irony of it when the Ancient One said, hey, listen, uh, FYI, I actually split you in half and your other version went somewhere in the past. I don't know. And he's been... <laughs> He's been uh, training he's like, for a very long time. Yeah, he's yeah. like super. He's he's basically gonna show up and just eat you, probably. Anyways, good luck. <laughs> but I felt like that's what should have happened. He should have showed up and ate him. This shouldn't even have been a fight. It should have been like what it basically meal. was. It really meal. wasn't much of a fight. He shouldn't have got a punch in, not a laser beam in. Um, oh. And another thing is, so the TVA like took a day off or something. Like this Maybe is not a not time. This universe. This is a, I thought they were outside. Mm, of, maybe this. Maybe the so the time variant association didn't find that this might be. Or maybe, maybe they just destroying. How it, maybe it was a timeline. Or right, maybe, maybe it was a timeline that was supposed to destroy, be destroyed. Yeah. Or they just didn't have the skills necessary to combat this one. I mean, and, yeah. What were they going to do? Come on, let's be real. No, Strange would have sucked their whole non-universe, universe-connected universe, universe, connected universe no, into I'm his saying too. They, in my mind, they would have showed up before he even went back to try to fix it. Like, when he kept going back to change. Like Mortal Kombat, you know? He was like, I'm going to suck your soul. But <laughs> TVA should have showed up before he even did that. When he kept going back trying to save Christine, he would have left breadcrumbs every time that would have altered things. He's but nothing really changed, changed because because Christine always died. So he hid in that event. Right. The fact that she but always no died, what, he was able to hide in it. it, it right. Because the same outcome no matter what. That's right. And when he That's showed up and but when he kept doing stuff and the world was like bleeding rain, like everyone's like droplets was coming, like the TVA probably was been like Whoa. <laughs> we can't prune him. Yeah. He's not prunable. <laughs> it's time. Well, that that and that that's my issue. Not an issue. That's my question with um, Marvel right now is because we established time works one way in Endgame. Then we kind of established an even deeper, more open way in Loki. And now here we're we're kind of establishing a different kind of way. I don't know yeah. what the TVA was ever going to hope to do. And yeah, it no. wasn't like he it, what he was he had disappeared into a ancient timeline doing something that was off the radar cuz he was bringing things from other parallel realms. It wasn't like and, he was affecting the timeline of the planet itself. He was affecting right. himself. And but, the thing that Tilda Swinton's character does, the ancient one, is she splits him in half. Yeah. 
So as far as the TVA is concerned, Doctor Strange is still on his timeline. Oh, shoot. Jack, you right? just killed the game. So because she split Doctor Strange in half, if the TVA is monitoring this timeline, they're seeing the, yeah, the one that's Strange fine, be, yeah, be there while York the other Doctor Strange is hidden exactly. in an ancient time way off the grid. Ooh. And so by the time he by the time he shows back up, it's just too late to do anything. Too about little it. too late. He's absorbing monsters for thousands of years. Wow, mind blown. Well done, Jackie boy. Well done. Um, which is interesting about this one is that we have Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness coming out. And we see Doctor Strange in Spider-Man. So the fact that we have this huge multiverse breaking, what if? And you said, like, yeah, you're right, Jack. Why would he die in this universe? He would just be maybe floating in oblivion. So, like, and we have uh, uh, um, Scarlet Witch at the end of WandaVision doing the dark arts, doing a similar Doctor Strange thing. So, like, everything is hinting towards Doctor Strange. Then we get this what if of there's a version of him out there that is Mephisto. So we, we, we understand. <laughs> we know that. What if it's going to fall in continuity somehow? This may be the episode that falls into continuity. Jeez, man. How do you combat it? He's the big bad. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Because it's it's interesting to watch this and and know that we're looking at a different universe. But literally, Spider-Man, dude's messing with time. He's doing it there. He's, 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 He's going. He's. Well, he is what he is. Yeah. Yeah. Time will tell. What I think um, is kind of heartbreaking <laughs> about it. <laughs> well said, Chris. I, just, I can't even like, let that I go. Was, that was <laughs> I was trying not to say anything with Jack. <laughs> well said, Chris. Time will tell. What's heartbreaking about this episode is Stephen Strange was an egotistical, arrogant, I can know it all, I can do it all by myself. And then he went on a journey he grew but in this version he kind of ends how he actually is his 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 first self that we're introduced to is how he ends in this universe the stephen strange we met in the beginning of the movie is this stephen strange i can handle it i can do it by myself i don't need help i can outsmart anyone i'm on top of it so this is like the stephen strange if there's no growth with all the power so we kind of already met this Stephen Strange. He just didn't have this power, which is just this episode is fire, man. It's yeah, operating on good. mad levels. Um, before we wrap it up, I want to ask you guys: How would you rank the what if so far? We got four. What would be your rank from your favorite to least favorite? I got it: two, four, three, one. Uh, T'Challa, uh, this one. Uh, the Avengers, and then last is Captain Carter. Chris, Star Lord, the Star Lord one is better than this That's one my for favorite you. Favorite one. It was the most. It felt so what ify for me. I liked it. The I universe liked it. ended here. I know. I know. I know. I still but, love but, my Star Panther. Star I'm gonna have Panther. to jump on. I'm gonna have to jump on with Chris, and then the same as Doctor Strange had my arrogance be like not. Uh, Star Star Panther was first, like has to be. But there's 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 a whole other factor to the Star Lord episode, and it's it's the meta reality that was underlying watching that content, you know. And that's just it's and it's a real thing. That's why 
it's so effective. It's, it's a swan. It was a swan song, a love letter to the actor itself. The content you could have chose no other character, no other actor, and given the circumstances of the reality of the world we live in, where he's no longer with us, that's why that that one for me was just undeniably effective. And to see him be such a hero, to see it is. him, I play advocate. So, so they I made they made the, they made the episode before he passed away, obviously. So like, right. without that, came. but without that, yeah. But it's hard to remove that which is real, you know. It yes, just is what it is. And so I would agree. I would go uh, two, four, which is just incredible content. Um. Three one. See so the thing is, we're not saying we're not saying that four was bad. No, right. we're just saying great. that yeah, three, four was good. We're just saying that three. Was I'm not just, even necessarily I mean, two saying two was just a little bit better. Yeah, I'm not saying great. I'm not necessarily wasn't saying better. It was better. I'm saying it wasn't I was better. More just affected. like if I could only choose one right. to keep the experience of knowing that the other was going to be lost in some multiverse where I never got the chance to see it, I would choose to see two. Over having never seen four. Right. I, I couldn't live without having seen that send off because we're not going to get him in another movie. We're not going to get a, a proper goodbye. And this felt really good for me. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't sacrifice that for the other one. That's why it's, I would say two was most effective. Mm. No, I feel that. And obviously Two hit in all the fields. So two is in a special place, period. But if I'm looking at it as just the content, it's four, two, three, one. Four, lucky number four, man. If it's just the content. I don't think, I think we're all kind of on the same page. I mean, we rank everything except for the four and two, which are, Really, I mean, they're really, really close. No, I'm with you. But, I guess for but, me, but also say this: they, we know for a fact now, they're going weak, strong, weak, strong. Yes. So I got yes. my money on episode five being <laughs> meh and episode six being a banger. <laughs> yeah, I agree yeah. with you on that one. Um, on that and even with episode three, I like the ride. Episode one to me is is the strangest one. It's the weakest. Because it's like hands down. it's it's just. It's just not what if he, because Peggy Carter is so similar to Steve Rogers. It's like, what's that different if she took over the mantle? Um, at least with episode three, we're seeing events play out completely different. Like, yeah, we're watching them die. Yeah. Um, so crazy. Yeah. Good talk, guy. I think it's a lot of fun, regardless of where you stand. If you watch the MCU, if you watch these movies, I don't know why you're not watching the series. Matter of fact, if you've listened to this yeah. podcast this whole way through and haven't watched those episodes, I don't even know what you're doing. So go you're back. You're supporting us, which is what you're doing. And Thank we you for supporting us. Please come back. <laughs> Please come why back. are you trying to get rid of our fan base? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys, don't forget it. Um, but they're great. And, and, and they're, they're amazing side dishes to the feast that's being prepared in the movie theaters. I think it's time for some recommendations. 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 Well, I got them. So we talked about how episode three was a kind of a whodunit. 
So I pulled yeah. a, I pulled three storylines um, from the comics that were really, really, really good whodunits. That if you kind of like that feeling, you should definitely capitalize on these. Um, number one, we talked about it. We talked about the animated Long Halloween. It's probably one of the best crime stories in Batman. It should, should definitely read it. Number number two is Sin City. Very different than the movie, but it's a it's a, it's a very much of a whodunit. So it's engaging. Read it. And number three is Watchmen. Watchmen, you're guessing till the very end of what's happening, what's you know what's going on, what's really going on. So those are my three storylines. If you're looking for that whodunit feel in a comic book universe, go read those uh, three storylines. I Dang. completely second all those. They're absolutely incredible content for graphic novels. They're the, some of the best. Man. Y'all, thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram. We are three brothers and a shot of milk. We're posting stuff all day long. We're responding to people who comment, which is really building out our community. So go check us out there. Please, if you haven't, like and subscribe and follow. All that stuff really helps a lot. Thank you so much. We'll be back. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Peace. Peace.